With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. From the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Reports. My headphones are really loud. We got a full house tonight. This is the most we've ever had. I, I think we've set here. a record. Oh, I know I we think have. so, yeah. Largest uh, people count, not car count. Right. Guest count in the studio. Uh, in the studio with us uh, tonight, we're going to be talking uh, quarter midget racing. We have uh, some future racers, future stars in the motorsports world. A couple of marshes, Braden Marsh, uh, Miranda, she's excited to be here. Uh, also, uh, Jim McCune uh, with us as well. And there's some uh, that are a little more eager to uh, talk. Than Any chance that we can talk a little bit about wing sprint car racing on pavement for a few minutes? I mean, yeah, we got uh, we got Jimmy McEwen in here as well. There's That's a lot it. of Jim. Yeah, a we, lot of Jims I, and a lot of McEwen. I, I would really like to talk a little bit about his experience hey, at uh, the Little mind. 500. Yeah, and your mic's on too. Okay. No, you can fix that, Scott. <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> um, all right. This is the point in in the show where we normally tell people if you've got something to say, just jump right in. But. I think maybe we need to kill Jumbo's mic. Uh, well, we'll just turn it down a little bit. How's that? Um, okay, that's a good idea. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> yeah. So we'll get to know these guys uh, in a little bit. We got a, a little bit of racing uh, news to cover and some uh, stuff that stuff. happened last uh, weekend and what didn't happen as well. Uh, we're coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter, and Periscope. Uh, make sure to visit Hammerdown. Spotify. We're not live on Spotify. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting. We're live only in the three things I mentioned. Three plat. This thing can only do three at a time. And three's enough, really. If you don't get oh, that, yeah. we're, it's like we're on three different networks. Yeah. Both shows are just on one, right? Yeah. So three's enough. It's like back in the 70s when you only had three channels. We're on all of them. Do you remember that? I was a kid. I was in single digits back then, so No. I remember I Fred. Four I remember channels. Fred Wolf doing the races live from. I don't uh, know who Fred Wolf is. He was a, a sportscaster up in Detroit, and uh, on Channel Seven, I think it was Wednesday nights. They used to do live racing from Detroit Motor Speedway. Really? Yeah. There's a there we, was a Detroit Motor Speedway. Scott, we had the only TV in the neighborhood, and all the kids would come over to our house and. And this was on broadcast TV? Yes, sir. Wow. Fred Wolf. Okay. Take it to the bank. Can we get him on the show? Mm, posthumously. Okay. I wasn't sure. I figured I'd ask. Um, you can't make her smile. Make sure to follow us on, on our uh, new Twitter, at Hammer Reports, if you haven't done so uh, already. You can also uh, like us on Facebook. And that's pretty much it for now. HammerdownRacingReport.com. We have a new thing on there. I made a page today that has a, a con- consolidation. Is that a Cons- word? Consolidation. Thank you. That's better. <laughs> uh, for, with all of uh, the uh, Hammerdown Race Report Dirty 30 information that's coming up October 3rd at Sandusky Speedway. We did, have. Did, did they give us the go-ahead to do they the did. purse? I put the purse on right before we came oh, on the right. air, so we can talk about that if you want. And, 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 and that's a big deal, I think. Well, before we talk about that, if you're not right. familiar with the uh, Dirty 30, we have uh, a race coming up. Chris Mize and Doug Dock from Sandusky Speedway uh, got the track for the Thursday night before the Budweiser Cav- Cavalcade, October 3rd. It's a Thursday night. We're going to be doing our show live from out there, and we're going to have uh, some dirt cars racing on the asphalt at Sandusky Speedway. Pretty much in in weekly dirt trim. Nothing special. No sideboards. Uh, nobody has to buy any special tires. Um, just bring your dirt car and race it. UMP and, Late Models is going to be going thirty laps. That's the Dirty Thirty. Correct. And we're also going to have uh, the Fremont Trucks and Oakshade Bombers. 
in a, in a combined class. Combined class, uh, two barrel only. So if you have a four barrel bomber, you gotta disconnect the the back two. Take the link off. It's no yeah. big deal. Even yeah. Scott can do yeah, that. I, yeah, Corey actually did it for me at uh, Sandusky, oh. but, but now <laughs> I know how to do it because I watched yeah. him. Uh, yeah, it's pretty easy. I could probably help you now. Uh, also, we'll have uh, front wheel drives, the uh, dirt cars versus the uh, pavement cars. Still working on the purse for that. Right. But uh, purse has been set for the late models and the uh, truck bomber. Class. And and it's and it's a decent payoff. It's a it's a good payoff. I I can tell you that the late models are twelve hundred to win, two hundred to start, and uh, pretty good payback. Yeah, and uh, for the trucks, uh, bombers four hundred to win. And I and I think is it was it hundred to start. I don't remember seventy one. Yeah. But if you but, go to but it's on our go to hammerdownracerreport.com. I have a button up in the menu. If you're on your phone, it's in the menu. Look for Dirty 30. All the information's there. Date, time. Well, we don't have times yet, but Scott much. does everything all that. we know. Scott so does far. all that does because he's the IT whiz. Yeah. So uh, check that out. It's uh, Thursday, October 3rd. And if you want it, we have actually listed all the racers that have already pre registered, too. They're on Scott, there's well. a boatload of people that haven't done that th- yet. That haven't done it that I've talked to. The link to the Sandusky uh, website, Sandusky uh, Speedway website, with the form there to pre register yep. is, is on that page as well. So go do that. Uh, there's no commitment, there's no charge. It just uh, means we'll put your name on the list. Uh, and we can uh, advertise yeah. that we're having 800 late models and. And Chris is trying to get uh, Kenny Wallace to show up. I saw that. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if they have it. Kenny's going to be at uh, Limeland tomorrow night. Really? Assuming they actually get a race in this year. They could. That could and be their first. Like be good, yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, weather, we have the uh, weekend weather pit stop with Ryan Weekman from uh, Channel 11. That's coming up a little bit later. And a little spoiler alert, it's not bad. It's going to happen yeah, this weekend, I folks. Think so so uh, before we get to uh, what happened this past weekend... Let's talk about Ron Miller race cars. They're still in business, Are folks. they? Yeah. I was getting a little worried because there hasn't despite been much racing all, going despite on. Despite all the rainouts, we're, we're struggling, but uh, we're still there. Do you do much uh, with quarter midgets at all? Um, we have done some bodies, I, and I sell tires and safety equipment. We've bought a part or two there. Yeah, few. Okay. <laughs> all the safety equipment from day one has always come from Ron, so. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, all your uh, racing needs. No matter what uh, form, give uh, Ron a call. 734-856-7223. That's uh, 856-RACE. And uh, Ron Miller's up there in Lamberville, Michigan. Right? That's it. Good. Are you all caught up now? You haven't had to do much work on your car. Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, it's, it's, uh, that's, a, that's a sad thing, Scott. Yeah. Well, uh, last weekend, we had uh, quite a few rainouts. Uh, Lima Land, Sandusky, Flat Rock... Mansfield uh, lost Thursday. They did race Friday night, and we'll talk about that here in just a moment uh, for the uh, Sprint Car World Championship. And Saturday night, unfortunately, did get washed out at Man- Mansfield, and they couldn't come up with a uh, a suitable makeup date for that. I think everything on Saturday washed out. Yeah. Well, they start. They opened the gates at at, uh, at least Oakshade, I know, and I was right. down in yeah, Columbus. Yeah, we, we at got the time. plenty of towing practice in. Did you? Actually, did you we, get hot laps in? No, 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 no. We just unloaded and and got wet. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> I, I saw I some big anything. clouds coming, and I loaded my car. And my kid says, "Dad, that's going to go south of us. It's going to split, and we're going to be good." And that's probably why it doesn't work for uh, any of the TV stations doing weather. Huh? That's it. Um, he got wet putting his car away. Uh, the uh, boss show, the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series, uh, that was scheduled for Oakshade is going to be uh, has been rescheduled for August tenth. Still excited about that one, Scott. Yeah. I think it's going to be a fun. How night. many? Uh, how many sprints uh, showed up? Uh, do you, any idea? You know, I didn't there? do a count, but I, I know there were twenty, twenty-five, maybe. Um, there, there was a good car count. I'm kind of happy about it because I was out of town and I really wanted to see that. So I'm glad that. I'm going to be able to still see the Keep August 10th racing. open, Scott. Right. I don't think there's anything possible that could be going on that weekend. Right. As far as kids' sports, so we should be all right. Uh, as we mentioned, Mansfield Motor Speedway, they uh, did uh, have some action. 60 uh, cars were, uh, the 60-car field was split into two groups for two different features. Corey Eliason won the uh, first feature, followed by Rico, Rico Abreu, um, Tim Schaefer, uh, finishing in third. Second uh, group, Aaron Rutzel beat Cap Henry and Brian Brown. 
So, some uh, some pretty good names. Some local names in yeah. there too. That's that was a good deal. Storms rolled through on Saturday during hot laps at Mansfield and washed out the 100,000 to win program. And as I mentioned, they could not come up with a suitable makeup date. There's so many races anymore. I mean, you're gonna if you yeah. tr- you can't really reschedule anything. That was a pretty relentless rain too. It it came in and just never quit. We drove through it on the way back from Columbus. Well, it was uh, pretty impressive. So when it rains, it's or depressive. Yeah. Uh, Toledo Speedway was in action. Uh, former guest Mike Young won the late mile sportsman feature after some heavy damage he suffered uh, during a heat race incident. Uh, Matt Ringer won the factory stock event. AJ uh, Paget survived a roll and won the school bus figure eight. Dave Lambert was the winner of the uh, flagpole race, and Jeff Wells captured the boat trailer figure eight race win. Tommy, there should be a point series for those yeah, kind of races. Tom, Tommy Boy O'Leary had a really hard crash, and, and I believe that was oh, the I one saw that pictures uh, of his car. That's the yeah. one that Mike Young was involved with, and uh, he uh, didn't break anything. They thought initially that he had broken his ankle, but uh, he's got some really sore ribs, and uh, he, he he's going to be sore for quite a while. Yeah, I saw pictures and of the and car, he's a, and, and he's, like a, he's, and a, he's a big guy. So is he? Yes. Hopefully you can get that car back together. Yeah, we can help. Yeah. Cars you can read. Yeah, I know you can. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Lucas Oil late models uh, action. Josh Richards picked up uh, his first Lucas Oil Series win of the season on night one of the Clash at the Mag. That was at Magnolia Motor Speedway on Thursday. It was a week ago. Jonathan Davenport won uh, his seventh series event on uh, night number two of the Clash at the Mag. And the uh, $15,000 to win night number three 100-lap feature belonged to Tennessee's Mike Marler. Series is off this weekend because of the dream at uh, Eldor. We'll be talking about that a little bit uh, as well. That's, yeah, uh, that's, and that I've, got, I've right got some things tonight. that you probably don't have in your notes. Probably. Right? That's, that's going to be interesting. What's that, the uh, dream? Uh, I've got a spy down there. So A spy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Snooping under everybody's <laughs> do we need cars. To, do we need to open? I did see something... Uh, where they were, uh, they had everybody unhook something because they were checking for uh, spring yeah. stuff. Yeah. You can talk more about that because I'm not uh, technically inclined yeah, to you know exactly what I'm talking about. You don't they were looking those, for cheating. You don't have those things on your car. I don't. I'm not sure what those things Yet. are. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Georgia's Brandon Overton uh, won his second World of Outlaw feature of the year in the World of Outlaws' first visit, visit the, this is the late mile series, to uh, Cochrane Motor Speedway in Georgia on Friday night. Saturday night, the World of Outlaws visited a, another new track, the fast half mile at Lancaster Motor Speedway in South Carolina. And uh, local racers uh, gave Brandon Shepard a run for his money, but could not stop him from winning his eighth series win of the season. Um, the uh, World of Outlaw Morton Building's late models are off the next couple weeks. They return to action June 20th through the 22nd at Lernerville Speedway in Pennsylvania for the Firecracker 100. At that point, the UMP Summer Nationals will be well underway. That's right. Uh, speaking of uh, UMP, back to uh, our Dirty 30 on yes. October 3rd. That You were t- looking for UMP sanctioning for that, but the UMP point series is, it, ends it, before that. It, so. it ends October 1st. So if you're running for UMP points... It's uh, not going to matter. Un- unless we can talk Sam into extending, extending the, it for the, dirty the point 30? season for by two days. We'll see. we still got a lot of time before that. World of Outlaw NAS Energy Drink Sprints were in action on Friday night. Donnie Schatz became the first World of Outlaw driver to win on the uh, quarter mile at uh, Nashville Fairground Speedway, uh, where they covered up uh, the track with dirt for the Music City Outlaw Nationals. I guess there was a lot of people there. Yes, so yes, that's pretty for cool. Sure. Uh, Shots won his heat, then uh, the feature. Shane Stewart won the uh, 25000 to win Music City Outlaw Nationals feature on Saturday night, the following night. Uh, it was his first win of the season with his new CJB Motorsports team. Kyle Larson outdueled James McFadden and Brad Sweet in Tuesday action at Fairbury Speedway in Illinois, uh, giving him back to back World of Outlaw wins because it's. Uh, Last time he competed, he won on Memorial Day at Lawrenceburg. So it was the first time he won back-to-back races for himself. Does that make sense? Sort of. There weren't back-to-back World of Outlaw races. It was back-to-back ones that he competed in. Right. So he was two for two in the ones he was in. That's what I'm going for. 
Hopefully that makes sense. This weekend, the series heads north, uh, River City Speedway in North Dakota on tomorrow, Friday. Uh, I guess if you're not listening to us live, you wouldn't know what tomorrow is, but it's Friday. Granite City Speedway, Minnesota on uh, Saturday. ARCA racing action. Ty Majeski picked up uh, his second consecutive ARCA win after winning the general tire hashtag anywhere as possible 200. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that name, but it was, it was cute. Yeah, it's hashtag. It's cool with the kids, right? You guys are into hashtags, right? They've already zoned out. Nobody's, they're not talking quarter major racing. Uh, they're back in action. ARCA's uh, back in action up at uh, MIS tomorrow night, 6.15. That race will be on Fox Sports 1. Ooh, not even big, MAV TV. Big, uh, big MIS weekend. Uh, despite not being a fan of the new NASCAR rules package, Kyle Busch won his fourth cup race of the season at Pocono on Sunday. Cole Custer made a final lap pass on Tyler Reddick to uh, win in overtime on Saturday in the Xfinity Series. It was the uh, third win of the season for him. You've got to keep mentioning that Tyler Reddick was a former dirt late model racer. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler Reddick was a uh, former dirt late model uh, racer. There you go. (laughs) Uh, Xfinity is uh, at MIS uh, on Saturday at 1.30. That race is on Fox Sports 1. And then the Cup Series, 2 o'clock at uh, MIS. That race, I believe, is also on uh, Fox Sports 1. Um, Trucks are uh, racing tomorrow night at Texas down there with the IndyCar Series. That race at 9 o'clock on Fox Sports 1. A lot of Fox Sports win this week. Joseph Newgarden won the uh, rain shortened opener of the Chevrolet Detroit Grand Prix on Saturday after a timely pit stop. I didn't watch any of the Detroit Grand Prix. I didn't, I didn't watch any, much of the Pocono either. Now I think about it. Uh, Newgarden would crash in Sunday's action because they did that doubleheader. They had a race on back, Saturday. Back to Pocono. So oh, we're going back to Pocono. Okay. Yeah, let's go back to Pocono. If they hadn't had some caution flags, you would not have seen any too wide cars the whole race i did see i did read uh was, kyle bush said made a comment that uh he one of the reasons he doesn't like the rules package he passed one car the entire day past uh was a boyer on the outside yeah. uh it, it was one of the most boring races i've seen single file nose to tail uh and that's gonna be a double header next year isn't it at pocono i yeah, think that's something like that so two days of that exciting single file racing but not much passing yeah yeah seriously scott if they hadn't had a couple of caution flags uh, a couple of which were questionable but um if they hadn't had a couple of caution flags there wouldn't have been any too wide passing or too wide racing all day okay did you fall asleep i did all right maybe maybe there was some too wide racing when i was asleep uh back to indycar action at up in detroit at belle isle uh, Newgarden, who won on Saturday, crashed in Sunday's action, while Scott Dixon, who crashed on Saturday, won the race on Sunday. So I guess it's pretty cool if you have two races on the weekend, you got a 50-50 shot of winning, right? wonder if they fixed the car or if they just pulled out a backup I'm car. I'm sure they had another car. Ah, probably. Um, this weekend, uh, they are down at Texas Motor Speedway along with the uh, truck series. Um, coverage starts at 8 o'clock Saturday night on NBCSN. Uh, I do. I was reading an article this afternoon about uh, possible schedule changes, and they were mm-hmm. talking about IndyCar and NASCAR maybe doing some kind of combined doubleheader weekend Co- collaboration. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, it, I guess there's. It's not off the table, but it hasn't really been looked into in much depth as of yet. Because Probably if they put who, both fan bases together, they might be able to fill the grandstands again. Maybe that's what they're trying you, to do. How would would they? But then the the thing is, who races first? You know, who's like the opener and who's the the main. They, they'd act have to and, alternate because yeah. their egos, yeah, wouldn't allow. Yeah, I don't see how that would work. It would be cool, but I don't see how they'd get that to ever work, to be agreeable to both parties. Unless NASCAR bought out IndyCar. Yeah. Some other random notes uh, from the weekend. Ryan Missler traveled down to Hilltop Speedway on Friday, won the dash, uh, which put him on the pole of the feature. But he finished second to Tyler Carpenter down there. Travis Stemmler, who was on the show a few weeks ago, got the win up at uh, Tri-City Speedway over the weekend. Uh, also, former guest Anton Hernandez won the Receivers 305 feature at Kokomo Speedway in Indiana on Sunday night. I guess he's, uh, uh, yeah, he participated in uh, some of the Indiana Midget Week, at least at Montpelier Speedway on Tuesday. 
didn't make it out of the B main. So our record is is really doing pretty yeah. well. Brian Ruhlman finished 14th in the non-wing uh, sprint portion of the Indiana Midget uh, Week show at Montpelier. So the sprint cars were there as part right. of that. Yeah. Um, Wednesday, June 12th, starts the most dreaded month of the year. The UMP Summer National Tour begins in Peoria, Illinois. Uh, Peoria Speedway then moves to Kankakee County Speedway uh, on Thursday, the 13th. So that's uh, less than a week away that starts. And isn't uh, Chuck Hummer going to be running that? I thought yeah. I saw. Yep. He's got a different looking car now for the summer. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Changed up the paint scheme. Same number, but uh, I, I know the guys that rebodied his car for him. Does the name start with a D? Yeah. Work for a place that starts with an R? That's the that's the place. Got it. They've uh, done a body or two, haven't they? I hate to do those self-serving commercials. Well, I know. That's crazy. Yeah, it was Ornery Don at Ron Miller Race Cars. <laughs> Uh, Ohio Sprint Speed Week begins next Friday night at Attica, and uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to have uh, Buddy uh, Kofoid, point leader right. at Fre- Fremont Attica, also leading the Attica Fremont Championship Series in the 410s, uh, in the studio next week along with uh, Stephanie Linder. Excited to uh, oh, that's talk about that. that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, talk about that and uh, some, some other things we're going to talk about. It'll be a surprise. Uh, next week on the show, they'll be here in the studio. Thanks to Dave Kemmer for uh, setting that up. Uh, some other uh, news here before we talk to our in-studio guests. Scott Bloomquist, do you hear about this? Uh, back at the Dream? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. This is probably old news by now, but Tuesday night, he uh, did some testing down at Eldora to see if uh, he was... I, I think his testing may have been at Mansfield, but I'm not was sure. It? I thought it was at Eldora. I could well, be wrong. I, I know that UMP has a rule that says you can't... Uh, practice at a track more Maybe than I just week. assumed that then. Yeah. I yeah. could have assumed that. Well, anyways, he did but, some testing. But you need to understand that his business partner... Is Cody. The, it, Cody. Cody is, Summer is, over there at Mansfield. the that guy makes that sense. owns Mansfield. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> anyways, he uh, did some testing behind the wheel because he was in a motorcycle crash down in Florida. Was it four months ago? It, yeah. like it didn't seem like it was that long Back ago. in February. Yeah. Uh, so he's been out of the car since then, and uh, he tested things out because uh, I think he wants to do some racing this weekend. He had Shannon Babb standing by as a backup just in case he wasn't uh, ready, but turns out he is. And his car, at least when they unloaded it at Eldora, is totally different than anybody else's. It's slammed to the ground the way a NASCAR car would be, only a couple inches of, of ground clearance all the way around the car. The sits, car sits low. Um, now you got to understand that Eldora is normally pretty smooth, pretty black, pretty slick. Um, got to wonder what Scott's up to. Well, yeah, he's got a lot of experience, so it's... The, the car looks totally different, Scott. Do you know if uh, his backup car looks the same way? Shannon Babb's going to be behind the, right. uh, yeah, the wheel and, of the backup I, car. I, I don't know about that. Okay. Well, they did. Uh, you want to talk about that? What well, they were yeah, looking for yeah. today? Every car with four bar rear suspension, which is all but one car in the pits, which is a Rayburn car with swing arms. But every four bar car was required to disconnect all four of the trailing arms and bring them to the inspection area. Um, I, I guess now, I. You may remember last year they had an issue where someone invented a trailing arm mount that was free to move forward and backward, uh, giving an unfair advantage to the car with with rear steer. Um, and that was when they mandated that, you okay? I'm good. I'm just trying to move my seat forward. <laughs> I, I was just concerned, <laughs> that, your, I was concerned that your hemorrhoids were fluttering <laughs> up, man. <laughs> but anyway um they mandated that every four bar car bring the four bars to uh, the inspection area where i would assume they would be marked and uh, you'd better be using those so if somebody had something that uh didn't quite so they're taking an active uh role in trying to in in policing the rules Yeah. yeah which is a good thing yeah but uh Kind of interesting. I, I guess. I wonder if that stemmed from somebody saying something. Yeah, I understand that there was a little birdie flittering really? around the pits. Yeah. Was this your little birdie? No, no, no. There's but this a difference. This little birdie have. got a hold of one of the tech inspectors and said, "You know, here's something you should look at this weekend," and and that 
brought about that last Now, do you think there's anything that uh, they should look at as well, in addition to that, based on how you're saying Bloomquist car looks? I mean, is there well, anything, and, and anything that that looks that's there's, illegal about that? I don't believe so. Okay. There's nothing that specifies ground clearance. Um, obviously, our cars settle a lot, um, but maybe he's running... Uh, some sort of very high spring rate suspension, and his car won't move much, and it's just slammed to the ground. So if there's any any ruts developed, that could be a, a problem. Yeah, if he's we'll, that we'll close have to, to see how this plays out, or if he raises it back up. Uh, I don't I don't know, but it, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting weekend. And I understand the car count is. Uh, so better better than it has. I, I read in, that it was the highest it's been since, since 2012. Right. But I didn't see an actual number yet. Yeah, sure it, we'll it's very near 100. That's not bad. No, it's not. I was looking through the entry list. It was a, it's a pretty good name. It's a there. who's who. Yeah, pretty much. If you're, gonna, if you're a dirt late model, wait, why aren't you there? Because I'm here doing the radio oh. show, and I couldn't possibly <laughs> be down there. That must be it. Okay. Uh, Ali's uh, Bargain Outlet All-Star Circuit of Champions have rescheduled five of the rained-out events. You know, they had that stretch there from, right. like, April to mid-May where they didn't get anything in. Um, I think they're still working on some of the other ones, but uh, some of the new dates include Lernerville Speedway on Friday, July 5th, Plymouth Dirt Track in Wisconsin on Thursday, July 25th, Wayne County Speedway, uh, Monday, September 2nd. Is that Labor Day? That might be Labor Day. Yeah. Uh, Bedford Speedway in Pennsylvania on Thursday. Crap, I wrote 9-2. I don't remember what the date is because I just copied and pasted, apparently. 9-2 must but they, be... They yeah. made up... Uh, they got a, a makeup date at Bedford and uh, Williams Grove on the 20th of September. The series is uh, in New York this weekend. Three races up there. At Weedsport? That's one of them. At, at your favorite racetrack? It is. Uh, it was announced last week uh, by LaSalle Speedway in Illinois that promoters uh, are by promoters that the track will cease operations. The reasoning, according to Carrie M. Izzo Dauber, is, uh, quote, due to the current personal events and unfortunate circumstances in my own life, unquote. So not sure what that means or what's going on there, but there's yeah. been a few tracks that have the, uh, been The Izzo down. family has uh, been pretty active in uh, track management over in that area, and uh, that, that's a pretty high visibility track so i'm really sad to see that one go uh one other thing here before we uh, talk to our quarter midget racers here atomic speedway announced a new race did you see this coming up this fall i think i did a new 1000 lap race coming up on october 19th it's paying uh if they have up to 40 cars it's 2500 to win uh, 41 to 75 it'll pay 3000 to win it's kind of like uh, one of those 24 hour races right. but they're going uh, count four, laps. four drivers mandatory. Yeah. Same pretty pretty much the same rules as, as that. About the same as the grocery yeah. getter type race, except yeah. that it's a thousand laps. And they just had uh, a race, was it Memorial Day weekend? They I saw Joe Joe Nicoloy had his yeah. grocery getter down there and uh they just did uh, similar to what Bearfield did with the grocery getter class. And, and Joe said that was quite the experience. <laughs> He said he was leading, uh, I saw, yeah. for a little bit, but uh, didn't end up winning, unfortunately. So uh, that's all the uh, the news and information I have from this past week, pretty much. So how about we uh, sw- switch gears right now and speak to our guests in the studio who have been waiting so patiently and so quietly, and I know they want to talk. Um, let's start with Jimbo. Let's just start with Jimbo here. Up, up to the microphone and say hello. Yeah, we'll turn him back up here. Hello. All right, Jimmy, go ahead. All right, we're done with you. Let's move on to the next one. (laughs) Bill, your turn. Hey, hi. (laughs) How about we let's let's start over and introduce yourself. Let's tell tell everybody your name and what what it is that why you're here. And how old you is. Yeah. You forget your name? No. Oh, okay. I'm Jimmy. I'm ten years old. Jimmy Jimmy who? Jimmy McKeown. I race uh, quarter midgets. Okay. Who are you? I'm Jimmy McCune. He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> dad. <laughs> and I run sprint cars. I'll let the kids go first. Okay. Here, so. Who else we got here in the studio? I'm Braden Marsh. Oh, wait a minute. Hold it. We don't have that one on. There we go. I'm Braden Marsh. I'm 11 years old, and I run pavement quarter midgets. Okay. Miranda? 
I'm Miranda Marsh, and I'm 16 years old. <laughs> and she's excited to be here. Miranda, do you know that I've known your mother since she was your age? I was younger than that. Younger? All right. I was being nice. <laughs> wow. So we got three. Oh, that's scary, yeah, probably. girl. Three-quarter midgets drivers. Three-quarter midget drivers. That's almost a full midget driver. Three quarters. <laughs> three quarters. Yeah, we're one short. So, uh, come let's, on, Morgan. Let's uh, let's talk to to Jim. Jim, do you go by Jimbo or do you prefer Jimmy? Jimmy. We're gonna go with Jimmy. Okay. I call him Jimbo. We all call him Jimbo. <laughs> right. So, how long have you been racing? You say you're 10 um, years old. I'm 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I've been racing like five years. Five years? So you've been since you've been five years old? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember your first race? Um, I don't. You don't? No, I don't. Oh. How about the first time you went upside down? Do you remember that? Um, yeah. I was uh, trying to pass somebody. I hit the wall and I flipped and broke my car. You broke your car? Yeah. But how are you? Were you okay? Yeah, I was okay. Okay. Who had to fix it? We had to go get my other car and get some parts off of it. So you had a backup car at five years old? Well, I think that was in, like, junior Honda. Okay. Now, where do, you, uh, where do you race at? Toledo Speedway. No. <laughs> I mean, Toledo. <laughs> the rec center? Yeah. Okay. The, so. Down in Mommy. I think. Okay. Do you race any, anywhere else, or is that pretty much it? I race at, like, uh, different tracks. Okay. What's your favorite? Probably Toledo. Okay. Is that the one you race at the most? That's my home track. How many times have you won? No idea. So many you can't keep count? I don't have, I actually have no idea how much I've won. Okay. So it sounds like a lot, then. <laughs> is your trophy room bigger than your dad's trophy room? No. Oh, okay. Definitely not. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> when did when did you start racing? Were you as yeah, young as him? Yeah, I was twelve. I was late. Okay. I was racing bicycles with these guys. So he's got a head start on you. He could probably catch up with oh, trophies. Yeah, he's right? got quite a few more years. Oh okay. God, no! <laughs> Why you don't like racing? It's fun, but I don't want to race sprint cars because I don't trust myself in those. What? <laughs> hey Jimbo, race a, race a dirt We're, late model. We're working on getting him back in the car. He's taking a little bit of a hiatus, but oh. uh, the last few days he's been talking about it a lot more, so hopefully we'll get him out here in the next few weeks. When was the last time uh, you raced? Mm, maybe like one year ago. Okay. Last no. summer. Last summer, I think. Yeah. No, do you race against uh, kids uh, yeah, I your same age? Uh, not, no, I don't. Older kids? No, like they're pretty much younger than me sometimes. Oh, okay. How do, how do they group them uh, as far as classes? When they first start out, they they start out in the rookie division. It's red rookie, blue rookie. Yeah. Red, red rookie is you know learning the basics of a car. Blue rookie is where they start learning the flags, the rules, and you know they kind of progress from there. Now the red and blue, that's the size of the restrictor plate that they have in the engine. Correct, correct. Okay. It's a Honda. It's Good. a Honda 120 motor, um, and the red plate is a restrictor. The blue is a restrictor, and then from there it's all age and weight dependent. Then the classes break down by junior, which is up to eight years. Eight years old and nine years old, they go to the senior divisions, or they can go to the heavy divisions at 100 pounds. So in each of those, the cars get a little bit faster, and then you know there's multiple motors. We've got the Honda 120, the Honda 160, the Briggs Animal, the Briggs World Formula, and then a Alcohol World Formula car. So that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's only five. Funny little okay. story is these two ran Red Rookie together for one race. Jimbo was a red rookie at the same time as Miranda because of the age difference, and she started so late. And I believe Jimbo spun Miranda. What? I never got to race with him. No? Well, it's good. It sounds like he'll spin you out if you do. <laughs> was she in your way? What was going on? Yeah, he was lapping me. Oh. <laughs> probably yeah. nerfed for Why? How was I lapping you? She, she might have been giving up a little weight on you at that time. I mean, she was 12 and you were five. No. So. <laughs> does that does that make a big difference, the weight? In, in, in that division, were? for sure. Okay. Definitely. Um, with that red restrictor plate on a four-and-a-half-horse motor, yeah, definitely. Um, so the lighter was, you are, the better. Yeah, yeah. She was closer to 300 pounds in her car at wow. that time. Um, she he was 250. You're, so. talking, you're talking about the car, too. Car and driver. Okay, car. okay. Yes. I thought you <laughs> yes. were... It's like, whoa! <laughs> yeah, car and driver. I thought she was giving away family secrets <laughs> <I know>. there. <laughs> Wow. 
Uh, so, Brayden, how long have have you been racing? Um, about five years now. About five years, okay. And do you race at uh, the rec center as well? or? Uh, sometimes. Really, we don't because there are no cars that we race there. So we go down to West Liberty, Ohio and race at McAchee. Okay. Similar track? Mm, not really. Totally different? Totally different. Yeah, yeah it's totally. Bigger? Really, it's smaller. It's smaller. Oh. It's smaller. Really? Okay. So what's uh, what's your favorite track, though? Um, you prefer racing down there or racing in Mummy? I like racing at West uh, at McAchee more. Okay. How long is the drive is it to get there? A little over two hours. That's that's a hike. How often do you get down there to uh, race? Uh, last year I got perfect attendance down there, and so far we've been been down there for every race. Okay. Um, How often do they race? Is it every weekend? It, each each of the tracks, each of the clubs try and get in an average of ten races. We'll say um, for a, a season. Year. For a season, okay, yeah, because um, there's a regional series too. There's a, a nine race regional series that they added a wild card race to this year as well, and the clubs cannot race over top of the regional series because the regional series is part of the clubs. The clubs are all have to be involved to create the regionals. So I mean, we travel nine races throughout the summer at every different track. There's Five in Ohio now, two in Indiana, and three in Michigan. There's five. Where are the What are the five in Ohio? Ohio, you have Toledo, West, or Mackinac, West Liberty, um, Columbus, down at Obets, Obets, where the old Columbus Motor Speedway was. Oh, okay. Um, Miami Valley, which is down at Kilcare Speedway, and then now there's a there's a track in London, Ohio, that just switched to USAC this year. Hmm. Which London is right around Columbus. Now, is there a, an upper age limit uh, for... 16. 16? Um, they can okay. race until... So you're about done, huh? Mm-hmm. This yep. is they can race until December 31st of the year they turn 16. Gotcha. Okay. So have you uh, raced your sister? Uh, yes. Right now we're racing the 160 together. He took us out of Heavy Honda together because we raced together and we spun each other. So you guys were pretty good uh, in Heavy uh, Honda. Who, who did the spinning? Was it... Was there? Was it her? her. Oh. <laughs> the fingers are pointing at each other. Um, but me, her. So no, let's. I want to get into what happened. What's what, what was your point of view? What's your take she on the story? Me. Was she behind you or? Uh, yeah, no, she. In front of him. Yeah, and then I would. Pass. You'll have your turn. Hold on, I want to hear his side of the story. Then, then I would pass her, and she'd try to slam me in the left rear. <laughs> you think it was intentional? Yeah. <laughs> Miranda, your side yeah, of the let's story. Hear, let's hear your story. And. Or you got more? Is no, that okay? Uh, I don't really have a side of the story. I mean, like we didn't really start getting into each other until we got into one sixty. So you're a liar. <laughs> I mean, I I might have accidentally flipped her. She accidentally flipped me. I didn't flip you. I just put you into the wall a couple times. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't dump uh, in, uh, I mean, I didn't flip him. I didn't uh, dump him. So when after that happened, was uh. Any heated uh, words between you and your sister was like no, probably a smack in the head every once in a while. <laughs> um, but me, her, and my cousin actually race one sixty together, and then okay. me and my cousin race heavy Honda together. You don't, and your cousin I, is yeah. Who's uh, what's your cousin's name? Tino Perez. Okay, T- Tino's grandfather is actually Jen's uncle, and her uncle and dad were both third racers out of Oakshade for years. So oh, okay. Which is how we all and we got involved with racing. Is that Jen- would be Ron and Randy Price. Oh, sorry, Ron. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah my yeah, their their grandfather is a, you know grandfather and great grandfather were both dirt racers. So Tino's fourteen. Okay, so uh, you're sixteen, right? So this is your last year racing. Are you still racing this year then? Yeah. Okay. I can race up until the end of this season. So, uh, what are your plans after uh, this season? What are you are you gonna keep racing something else, or are you done racing? I mean, I want to, but I'm probably gonna like if I do continue racing, I'm gonna take a couple years off and like finish high school and like start college and stuff. Like, do your friends come up to you and go like, "You're like super cool because no. you're that race car driver"? <laughs> no, do they know you're a race car driver? Yeah, I don't really shut up about it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So what uh, I, I know in the past, you've said that you would really like to run a modified. Uh, that was my question. What uh, what what do you see yourself racing in the future? I mean, to be honest, 
I want to go to like six hundreds next. But so like a like a mini sprint. Yeah, I want to go into sprints, but Dad said no. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, we'll talk. Sprints on dirt or sprints on asphalt? Sprints on asphalt. Okay. You might want to talk to that guy over there, too. He said no, too. He said no, too. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather race dirt. You'd rather race dirt? Okay. Well, how many years you got left in, uh, what, four years? You said Uh, you're 12? 11. 11? I'm turning 12. So you got a few more years in the quarter midgets, right? He'll probably size out. Oh, okay. I'll probably get too big for the cars here. By the time few I'm years. about fourteen or something. Listen, he's eleven. That's a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I he's was wondering. And I'm 16 yeah. Well, I mean, he's, almost as t- he's taller than me. There's multiple yeah. sizes of cars, but you know, once the kids get to be too big and they're you know too far overweight, it just there's no advantage anymore. Okay. So. Yeah. There's no like if you're over if you're too much overweight, there you don't have you can't race it because you won't have an advantage. You won't even have a chance really. So, again, we're, we're talking to uh, Miranda Marsh, Braden Marsh, Jimmy McCune, little Jimmy, the fourth, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm coming back to you in a little bit, so be ready. Uh, what do you, uh, where do you see yourself, uh, do you see yourself continuing racing like 10 years from now? Would you like to be, run, what, running a sprint on dirt, uh, late model? What, what would you like to be doing? Um, I want to start out in the late model and then go to a sprint from there. Whoa. Well, that's <laughs> that's. I'm not going to start in a f- compact or a bomber. I'm going straight to late models. That's what Brian Roman's doing. Yeah. <laughs> How's Dad feel about that? I don't know. In, <laughs> in ten years, I won't have to deal with him because I'll be 21. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll works. see how that works out. <laughs> so, so you'd like to go uh, dirt racing, though? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ask my kid how being over 21 deals. You know. <laughs> How's that work out? <laughs> Dad. All right. Hey, Jimmy. What, what, uh, you, you, you're, you're kind of sitting out racing a little bit. You don't see yourself racing in the future? Any kind of racing? No, but there is a race pretty soon, but I'm not allowed to go to it because my car is not ready. Okay. Well, I mean, like, way in the future, like 15 years down the road. Do you see yourself doing any kind of racing or do you want to do something else? I, I feel like racing still. You feel like racing still? You know what kind of racing you want to do? You said sprint cars kind of scary. Is there some other kind of stock car racing or? I'd rather do dirt track. Dirt track racing? Okay. We have stock cars on dirt track. Apparently, we're gonna switch kids yeah. here along the way <laughs> somewhere. So what? Why? Why? What? What, what makes you uh, want to go uh, dirt track racing? Cause like ever since I've been driving my goat cart on my track, I've been like getting used to it on my track. Your go kart? Do you mm-hmm. you run that on a dirt track? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because his dad built a little dirt track in their backyard. Seems to be a popular thing to do. Yeah. Doesn't it, Ron? Seems to be a yeah. lot of that going <laughs> around, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's fun on the dirt, right? Yeah, I can't ride the go-kart right now because my friend, my friend Brayden broke it. <laughs> the tire hit the chain. <laughs> hey, that's not my fault that it flipped on me and the tire hit the chain and popped. <laughs> Does your Do you race against your dad on, on the, the go-kart track? Sometimes. Um, Yes. Yes, they were. <laughs> do, do you guys race on this go-kart track, yes. too? Okay. Yes. Last night, we got, like, the two I wheelers take... out. We got the white one out. We got the red one out. My dad did not race me, but I raced my two cousins. Did I you win? I, yeah. Uh-huh. I almost beat my cousin, and I almost made him flip. Whoa. I was, again. I was on, I was again. on, the, I was yeah. on the white one, and I almost hit him because he was trying to pass me, so I blocked him. Your fault. Blocking, huh? You weren't even there. Yeah, hey. the, the go-kart flipping and getting the flat tire may have happened last night at the McCune house. I'm not really sure. <laughs> yeah, it might have landed on top of me. Oh, yeah, it was crushing your leg. Jimmy, correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, but Jimbo did that to Jacob in a quarter midget, too, right? Wait, what? Yeah, I think it was one of his first times in the car. We had Jacob out on the racetrack to uh, <laughs> you know, show him the line and stuff, and Jimbo... They passed each other, and I don't exactly know how it happened, but Jacob ended up on his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Your fault again. <laughs> wow. So how how much uh, has your da- dad uh, taught you as far as racing? Did he teach you to block? Um. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> what else did he teach you? I can't. Mm, that's hard. <laughs> 
He, well, I think I t- taught myself how to block. Oh, okay. I was walking my cousin on the white foiler. I was on the white foiler, and I was like going on, slow on the turns. And every time he would pass me, I'd just like press the gas all the way. Okay. And then I would pass him. But he did pass me a couple of times in the corners. Okay. Don't let him lie to you. He wasn't fully on the gas half the race. You're not yeah, supposed to let off the gas. Go slow, go slow at first. Go slow to go fast. I kept going back when I, after like um like a lot of laps on the track. My arms started hurting because how hard the turns were. Because like my track it has like a lot of bumps now. Because <laughs> oh. my uh, white foiler like destroyed track, but it actually didn't. Because it made like a lot of dirt on. Like, dirt went everywhere, now it's better on the track. Yeah, we were trying to use a four-wheeler to fix it, but that Who didn't really Who preps this track? Out. Uh, oh. him. Okay. Really? <laughs> really, we don't prep it. We just yeah. get out there and we you know, drive around. Scott, yeah, I know around. for a fact that go-karts, like quarter midgets, weight is a big deal. And Jimmy ought to be really fast because he weighs, like, about less than nothing. <laughs> I weigh, like, 60. Okay, yeah, that's uh-huh. pretty close so, to nothing. Yeah, so yeah. so wait, he he's got a huge advantage, especially if he's trying to race his dad. Yeah. Did your dad block you? I've never raced him. Oh. Have you ever raced? He's yeah. too scared. Wait, when? All the time. No, we didn't race yesterday. Four last year. Not yesterday. What? Not yesterday. We didn't no. race each other yesterday. We should today. No, he raced Jim, <laughs> big Jim McCune yesterday. <laughs> Really? Yeah, he raced yeah, his grandpa. Jim and Jimmy out there last Papa. night, and we we all got a good laugh out of that one. So, do you ever watch your dad race? I do. Like um, sometimes I go to the pits with my dad, but some some of them I'm not allowed into. Cause uh, they don't. You're too young. Yeah, like you have to be like eighteen. Ah. You were talking about blocking. Now, lately, your dad's been so fast that he really doesn't have to block. He has to watch out for the guys that are blocking him. He's he's been doing a good job lately, hasn't he? Yeah, like the five hundred lap race, he did good in. Did you give him some pointers? I did not. You did not. <laughs> <laughs> did you think maybe you could do better than him? Were you thinking eh, I could do that? I probably couldn't. No, okay. I probably can't even do like a hundred lap race, but I can do a fifty lap race. That's a lot of laps in Ooh. a race car, and mm-hmm. one of the quarter midgets. But yeah, the I'm, easier the turn. I mean. <laughs> Me and my sister did a 100-lap race in Heavy Honda at really? the rec center and the, in it. What is a, what's the average like feature race for a quarter midget number of laps? Like 40 laps. Okay. So and 100 kinda, is more than twice as much that you're used well, to then. Well, I, I tell you, yeah. I think um, when it's Halloween race, I think it's like 100 laps, I think. Oh. For the Do you wear a costume? No. Yeah, you, 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 you wear a costume. <laughs> but I don't. I don't. Oh, okay. Dress up as a race car driver, right? <laughs> I should probably should. Probably should. <laughs> now, uh, I know you wanted to talk to uh, Jimmy the Third about uh, him, him doing some racing. You've been uh, competing over in Indiana. With, He's been uh, pretty hot this year on, yeah. on the uh, must-see sprint card tour. And uh, his was that your first real finish at the Little Five? Um for the 500 race? Yes. Um, no, I think we finished it about three times. I think ninth was our best finish, but uh-huh. we had a really good race car. We just had some tire issues. Um, had a couple flat right rears, and one of them was under green, so we just lost a lot of laps. But, really but you were there and competitive. Yeah, I mean, we had a real strong race car all week. Um, you know, we qualified, uh, I don't know, 11th or 12th, whatever it was. Um, and how many cars were there? I think 38 took time. Trying to get into the field. You Why know, don't you fill our listeners in on, on what the cars are and, you Basically, know, it's ho- a non-wing horse. sprint car, um, you know, on the asphalt, quarter-mile racetrack, high-banked. Um, start just like the Indy 500, three ro- or 11 rows of three. So, I mean, when you start that race, you're just, it's just <laughs> you're major there. congestion. Yeah. Is that I mean, white knuckle? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, How many laps me, does it take to, to sort out from three-way? Um, Usually somewhere around five, six laps for okay. everything to just kind of like mellow out. And you're still too wide, but it's a lot more comfortable. And, I and, haven't made it past the first lap or the second lap probably three times. Anderson is the same size as Flat Rock with just a little more banking to give our uh, local viewers uh, an idea of what it is. Yeah, squish it and give it long straightaways and really high bank. Corners. Right. Yeah, like a pipe, almost paper clippish for, for a quarter mile. 
Didn't uh, you and Anthony have a one-two finish? Last yeah, month? we ran the wing race with Musty about two weeks before the five hundred. Yeah, um, early in May. Was that at, at Anderson? Yeah, that was at Anderson. Well? Okay, as well. that's right. The only two races we got in so far this year, we got rained out <laughs> over the weekend for Grand Rapids. So, so well, you're not alone. No. <laughs> what's uh, what's your next uh, next race you have coming up? We're at Lake Erie Speedway, um, Erie, Pennsylvania, uh, next week. Next weekend. Yep. Okay. Should a couple days from now. No. Or a week the from following now. Okay. Weekend. Yeah, we're okay. off this week. Not MIS weekend. Well, cool. Yeah, kind of a quiet season this year so far with uh, with the sprint cars. I think it's just for everybody. Yeah, but even our schedule is just kind of. No, are, are most out. of the are the races that you've lost? Uh, will there will they be made up or are they just lost? I know they're trying to get something back at Berlin, but I don't know. I haven't heard anything yet. So. I know Berlin's got pretty heavy schedule. Yeah. yeah, they always do. I think one we made a makeup race on a Monday uh, last year. I think it was. They had a special late model race. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a thing. Here, our guests have a habit of winning the next time they're out, or maybe sometimes it takes a couple races. So, Lake Erie Speedway for you, next time you race, whenever that's going to be, you better make it in victory lane. <laughs> same same with Braden. you, Braden. Us is Lansing. You got Lansing? We're, we're racing Lansing this weekend and next weekend. How many classes will you be racing? Uh, Saturday, maybe three. <laughs> <laughs> And then Sunday two, next weekend two on Saturday. And then on so Sunday. so there's a good chance that you and Miranda can both win to to keep our, our record intact. Well, I mean, next weekend on Saturday we're racing four cards, but on Sunday she's racing the animal. Let, let her talk to you. The animal? What's the animal? It's, it's just another motor. Oh, okay. Her favorite. That's her favorite class. She she loves that class. Loves that class, loves that particular car. Definitely. All right, so uh, we expect wins from all you guys, right? Yep. Okay. Thank you guys for coming in. We appreciate it. I feel like I've learned uh, more about quarter midget racing. Well, you know, the oh, listeners, thanks. anytime they want to check out Toledo, <laughs> they can, you know, the rec center. The rec center is running this weekend um, for a club race. They're doing a double header. It starts at 10 o'clock, John, you said? Yeah, out at the Rock Center, they'll be racing this weekend. So is that Saturday or Saturday? yeah, Saturday, this Saturday? Okay. Yep. yep, this Saturday they're doing double header from ten o'clock on. You know, however that stacks out for them. Um, I think they're trying to make up some rain dates and stuff too. Everybody's had some rain issues. Now, do they? Do you know if they race every weekend or is it? Just, they do not. Okay. They do not. But you can go. They have a, a Facebook page that you can go check out and check okay. out Toledo's um, schedule on there. Um, our, our regional series is the Midwest Thunder Series. You can check out any of the races on there the schedule for all the regional stuff we do is there and each of the clubs are listed on that page as well um toledo has a couple of they call them arriving drives coming up where the kids can go out and do a test drive i, I don't remember if it's 10 or 15 dollars a kid and they supply all the safety equipment and so if your kid is them. is interested and they've never raced uh you can go out to the rec center and uh pay a few bucks and find out if your kid likes it rather than spending yes. a, a bunch yep. of money and Finding that, out that they don't, it, it's it's a really good deal, Scott. It's a good way to get into racing. Would you recommend? If, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, we would definitely would. I mean, obviously we're a little partial to it, but yeah, <laughs> it got, we would, we would got, definitely recommend it. it. Got it's, you it's a guys good hooked, didn't yeah. it? Yes, and, and it's a good program to get these kids involved. I mean, these cars are they're zooming around. They're pretty good. <laughs> That's actually how we started. We had one of the cars get messed up, and one of the they couldn't get like the car running right, um, but. Yeah, Scott. Okay. Um, you the, can't forget the free hot dog and drink at the arrive and drive. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, it's it's fifteen dollars. Uh, they put the kids in the cars for ten laps. Oh. Um, they give them hot dog and soda. Um, supply all the safety equipment. The can kids, I do this too? You can do it. They got hot dog big enough for you. Oh. Braden, <laughs> Braden said a hot dog and a drink, and I was thinking, yeah. wow, these kids are getting margaritas. <laughs> no, no, just a soda. <sighs> um, I didn't mean that kind of drink. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Um, July 20th and October 12th, yeah. those are the arrive and drive dates. So, Gotcha. Hey. Ah, that camera's messed up. Your camera's black, I'm sorry. That's fine. When you're talking, we're, we're seeing nothing here on our Facebook Live. Hey, it doesn't offend me. But we can hear you, so that's all that matters. <laughs> um, we were going to play uh, how many, but I don't. we got too many, I think, in the studio. We should have played how many people are going to be in the studio this week. Yeah, that This was- is a record. 
It's crazy. How did last week's go? And I'll, I'll come oh, up with it. Last week's uh, was how many sprints were going to be at Mansfield on Friday. And I believe there were 60. So Kathy was actually the winner. She picked the uh, highest at 45. Really? Yeah. I did have how many uh, late models are going to be at Aldora on Saturday. That's just a little race down there. It's so. a little and race. And you, that may dwindle down. Some. That's kind of what I was they, thinking. They, 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 could, was they could lose a few, uh, and there's a few guys that are tracing, chasing track points uh, that'll be there the Thursday and Friday race. How about this? Instead of how many, how about we do a pick who's going to win? Ooh. And whoever finishes the highest in the, in the final standings will be next week's how many winner. Yeah, but. I mean, Jimbo wouldn't know who the late model drivers are. We can go with how many. Okay, you can pick a number, a random number. We know that there's near 100 that have signed in for tonight. Uh, There could conceivably be more people that could come in for Saturday, and there could possibly be some people that will go home and people that will wreck. Okay, well, who who do you think is going to win? We'll start with you. Who do I think is going to win, or how yeah. many? No, I'm doing the who's going to win. All right. I pulled an audible. Really? Yeah. I'm allowed Bra- to do that. Brandon Shepard. It's probably not a bad pick. Um. <laughs> I would no. answer, but I don't know. I'm going to go with you can never roll out Bloomquist, especially okay. on you a th- comeback race here. You I, think so? I would pick, but I don't know. I only know, like. What's your favorite number? Um, 35. Seven. 35. <laughs> Did he tell you, you to you say win. that? You win. Go with Owens. You go with Owens. <laughs> That's the one you want. All right, you're going with Owens. We got Owens for you. I don't uh-huh. want Owens. Well, you, well, who do you want? <laughs> he doesn't 35. even know. 35. You got 35. Okay. Um. Yeah, I didn't think about this. I have no idea who's going to win. Would have been easier to come up with a number, Scott. Probably. 42. It's the answer to everything. I'm putting 42 down. <laughs> you don't know. I only know 142, though. And I don't think he's going to win. I'm sorry, Bob. But um, anybody else want to play? We're good? I would say 35 or 95. You got 35. What what number you got? What number do you race? What number's your car? Do you have different numbers each time? Number. Okay. Yeah, our, our numbers are assigned. Gotcha. They're all by pill draw. Gotcha. All right, so... We'll move on then. When you get a sprint car, what number is it going to be? I don't know, probably seven. Seven. Okay. okay. You're seven then. Uh, coming up, we're going to listen to our uh, weekend weather pit stop with uh, Ryan Weekman. Before we get to that, uh, first up, uh, weekend action. Of course, the Dirt Late Model Dream, night number one going on tonight. Uh, 10,000 to win, twin 25 uh, features. Uh, racing actually uh, starts in about three minutes. Or it's scheduled to start. Scheduled start at eight p.m. Twenty nine bucks general admission tonight and uh, tomorrow night. Thirty four bucks for reserve seats at Eldora. Uh, they're also doing the twin twenty fives uh, tomorrow night as well with racing at eight o'clock. In action a little closer to Toledo, or at least uh, northwest Ohio. Limeland is uh, going to try and kick off their season with the uh, Keyser Memorial, and uh, it's meet the drivers' night. Kenny Wallace is going to be there. I saw uh, he just posted a video about an hour or two before we came on. He's uh, on his way. Cool. I saw that. <laughs> so maybe Chris Mice can go down there and twist and his there arm. There you go. Chris, if you're listening, go down to uh, Limeland tomorrow and get uh, tomorrow, Kenny to yeah. come uh, up to uh, Sandusky on October 3rd. For the Dirty 30. Yeah. Uh, maybe you should get uh, this Schrader still maybe have we, a Maybe we model? could get Ken Schrader to come, too. What about Tony Stewart? Does he still have his late model, too? Well, I don't think so. Or is he just doing sprints uh, now? Yeah, I haven't seen him in a late model in yeah, several years. while. Okay. Steve Barnett was fielding his cars for him, and I think that whole deal folded up. Well, maybe uh, they can borrow some cars. Yeah. Get some ringers in there. Kyle Larson can get in a late model. They've got a lot of pavement experience, yeah. so bring them on. There you go. I'm We're ready. throwing all these big names at the Dirty 30s. Uh, anyways, uh, Lima Land tomorrow night, uh, Keyser Memorial Nights, presented by Homeland Technology Group. Stocks, modified trucks will be in action. Pits open at 4.30, grandstands at 5, racing at 7.30. Attica is in action tomorrow night, and yes, I'm sure they are happening. It is the midseason championship. That's tomorrow night, Friday night. 
Uh, it's the Attica Fremont Championship Series 410 sprints and the 305 sprints. The It's 4,000 to win for the uh, 410s, 1,000 to win for the 305s. Also, double Attica points night for the 410s and 305s. Uh, dirt trucks also in action. Gates open to five racing at 745. General mission is 15 bucks for that. Saturday night, Oakshade Raceway trying to get uh, night number two of racing in. Wallace Racing Products night. Featuring UMP late models, UMP sportsman bombers and compacts. Gates open at four, racing at seven. General mission fourteen bucks. <laughs> it's okay. You can use the microphone yeah. and show. She can hear you. I just don't, we don't want to talk over you guys right now. Oh, okay. Flat Rock Speedway in action. That's okay. Saturday Anytime night. you got something to say, yeah. just jump in. Lakeshore utility trailer sales, school bus figure eights, late models. It's also there uh, since they were didn't get the race in last week they're going to do the uh, figure eight retro night with the dash and heats on the okay oval, yeah like we talked about last week um so a lot going on there they also have the bandoleros boat figure eights flagpole race pit gates open at 330 front gates at four uh racing at seven general mission is uh, 18 bucks you can get 19 dollars reserve tickets there sandusky speedway will be in action with the modifieds 1100 to win lake erie stocks beginner stocks renegades pits at three grandstands four racing at seven general mission 10 bucks uh, it's Sandusky Saturday night. Fremont Speedway. It's Vision Quest night there on Saturday. The uh, 410 Attica Fremont Championship spe- Series as well as the 305s in action. 4,000 to win for the uh, 410s. 1,000 to win for the 305s. Dirt trucks. Vintage cars will be there. Plus, it's uh, the uh, 2019 Fremont Speedway Hall of Fame inductions. Ooh. So they're going to be opening the gates early at 1 p.m. The Hall of Fame ceremony will actually take place at 2.30, and racing will start at 7 o'clock as normal general admission 15 bucks for that and the final night of the dirt late model dream 125,000 to win this year up 25,000 from last year that's a big deal gates open at noon racing at eight forty dollars we'll get you a general admission ticket 45 for a reserve seat and uh i told uh billy way that i would mention state line speedway over in eden ohio coming up a few weeks actually over a month, July twentieth, uh, it's the sixth annual race of champions over there in Eden, Ohio. That's that's go karts. Go, yeah, talking go karts. Four thousand to win for that. Ooh. So, so if you want, well, you lost Jimbo. He always down there. Okay. Well, we'll tell him about that later. So that's a a pretty big uh, deal. So how about we check out that uh, weekend weather pit stop with Ryan Weekman? Find out how our our weather's looking this weekend. Sounds okay. good. All right. This is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm first alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Looking at races that start tonight in Eldora. It'll be a little bit on the cool side, but very comfortable for race fans. Looking ahead to Friday, we've got Limeland, Attica, and Eldora. How about this? We can actually say a dry forecast. Gorgeous evening for racing conditions. And looking ahead to Saturday, Oakshade, Flat Rock, Sandusky, Fremont, and Eldora. We're watching a system that arrives on Sunday, but Saturday night looks dry with great racing conditions. Could we maybe get all of the races in this weekend? Sure looks dry between now and race time. This has been your weekend weather pit stop forecast. Be sure to download the free First Alert weather app. I'm First Alert Meteorologist Ryan Weekman. So finally, a uh, positive forecast from Ryan Weekman. First one this year. Yeah, excited about that. Looks like we'll get some racing in this weekend. Uh, I'm just, it's time. It really is. Lots to uh, choose from. Uh, again, thanks to everybody uh, coming in, all of our uh, quarter midget racers, Jimmy McCune as well, tell, talking about some must-see sprint racing. Uh, did you guys want to mention sponsors here before uh, we go off the air? Because... Uh, I- yeah, I mean, I guess so. I mean, you, you better. <laughs> Team Dad. I mean, like, obviously my parents, um, Valley Homes, it's my mom's work. Me. Don't Ron Miller me. Race Cars. Yay. I get uh, Mike's Hauling, uh, Hackney's Evacuation. <laughs> yeah, that. Evacuation. Don't forget your brother. No. Um, Baker's Racing Engines, and then... Um, my baby girl, Casey. Yeah. Um, Don't forget Rusty for the driving oh, seat this yeah, year. Oh, yeah, Rusty Schlank Racing. Oh, you were in the uh, future sport Yeah, thing? I was. Gotcha. This is what, three years in a row now? Uh, two. 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 two out of three. We took the one year off. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Jimmy McCune, because I kind of have his motor, but it's fine. 
<laughs> kind of. No, you motor. have Dalinar's motor. The McCune family does help us out a yeah, little bit McCune here. Yeah, the McCune family helps us out. Um, you know, my grandpa, my uncle. Uncle? He doesn't come. He's Ronnie? Funny. Wow. Oh, that, that yeah. uncle. Yes, that, uncle. that one. Um, don't forget Kelly. Uh, Kelly Wall. Yeah. Kelly's custom vinyl. Yeah, all my vinyls are from Kelly, so definitely Kelly Wall. And uh, check us out on Facebook at? Uh, <laughs> MX2 Motorsports. MX2 Motorsports on Facebook. You can follow the kids racing. So, I've got a sponsor. Yeah. My oh, yeah. sister. All right. Okay. See, was it so bad, Miranda? You were a little a little uh, shaky there at the start. It was easy. It wasn't um, hard. You did really well. You've got a, you've got a future in broadcasting. Yeah. Beautiful <laughs> face. So, again, uh, thanks to Miranda Marsh, Braden Marsh. Jimmy McCune. Jimmy McCune. We, we've lost him over there. Thank you guys. For <laughs> Jim McCune, Bill Marsh, yeah. yeah. Bill, yes. Thank you guys uh, all for coming in and uh, talking to us tonight. Next week on the show, and again, thanks to uh, Dave Kemmer, our uh, associate producer, has uh, lined up uh, Michael Buddy Kofoid, the 17-year-old sprint racer who's been uh, kicking some ass recently. Oh, I probably shouldn't say that. we got little kids in the studio. I'm talking yeah, about. they've all heard it. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. You guys have been at a racetrack. You've probably heard worse than that. I've heard everything. Um, Their mother has threatened to do that to them, and I've heard it. Buddy Kofoid, uh, leader, leading the points at uh, Fremont and Attica in the uh, 410 sprints. Uh, also, he's uh, leading the Attica Fremont Championship Series. He's top 20 in the All-Star Circuit of Champions. And uh, we're going to have him and Stephanie Linder in the studio next week. So looking forward to that uh, right before Ohio Sprint Week kicks off uh, next Friday night at Attica. So tune in. So very timely. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine that. That's why they wanted to come in the show, because they want to get some wins, I think. Sure. Yeah. So tune in live on Facebook, YouTube, and uh, Twitter Periscope next Thursday night, 7 o'clock for that. Also catch us on your favorite uh, podcasting platform, preferably iHeartRadio. But we're available on iTunes, Google Play, and all those other ones. Make sure to give Ron Miller Race Cars a call as well. I turned the wrong page here. 734-856-7223. come on, Scott. After 86 of these things, you should remember. I know. I can't remember names. I shouldn't even be an announcer. It's It's a good thing it's written in front of you. Uh, again, don't forget to check out HammerdownRacerReport.com, and uh, we have advertising information on there, as well as the uh, brand-new page just set up today uh, for the Hammerdown Racing Report Dirty 30 at Sandusky Speedway. All the information's on there, including the payout that yep, which was just the purse. posted there. It, uh, and we'll, it's pretty significant. It, it's it, it's going to be fun, and uh, pays okay. And we'll get more information on there as uh, we get things together. Front-wheel drive uh, payoff should be up there within two to two to four weeks so anybody interested in sponsoring that uh particular program they are looking for uh heat race sponsors uh race sponsors title name sponsors that's right whatever whatever you want to do and make sure uh, if you are interested chris mize's phone number's on there give uh, chris a call and uh he can make that happen you could be part of the very first of something really big yeah I mean, listen to all those big names we were throwing out earlier that could possibly, maybe, probably not be there. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm betting we get a few. Really? Maybe we can get Bloomquist to show up. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. I'd like to wax him. Whoa! And on that, uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, take a friend with you to your uh, favorite racetrack. Please. It's going to be sunny and beautiful this weekend. Absolutely. See, see, you, see you all next week. Thanks. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Racecar Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix dissecting 
the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato, and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.